0: A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040 WHO.
1: Good morning everyone. Welcome to Arla Animal Connection. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, Mick. How are you? Good, good. yourself.
2: I'm good cuz I forgot to turn on my microphone. So there we go. I'm there we good. go. Good morning, you? Carol. <laughs> yeah, let's start over. <laughs> it's going to be one of those mornings. How are you?
1: Good. I love I actually like the drizzly weather and the storms. Too. Yeah. Just is nice. Isn't Other it nice? people like Come on, it's the weekend. I know. Well, I can't change it, so yeah, make the most of it.
2: And what a great, you know, fall asleep to stormy weather and to mm-hmm. wake up and it's drizzly and yeah. Was- My
1: dogs look at me. You want me to go outside in this again? Yeah. yeah. But that's all right. We're yeah. getting there.
2: That's right. How is the new cat? update
1: on the life of brian brian
2: that's right we'll have to have weekly updates on the life of brian mick if you guys weren't listening last week which i'm assuming you all were listening last week Mm -hmm. but if you weren't mick has taken home a new kitten which is now named brian yep and so i was asking him this morning how it was going with brian
1: yeah brian is we did it's two weeks now two weeks yeah Yeah. um and he is now integrated into our group um so he's doing really well. That's great. Um, for those that have been around a while, I have an anxious cat, and they are actually buddying up.
2: That's great.
1: Which is really nice. But He did the anxious cat, of course, with a, a change of environmental context. Started marking on a few things. Yep. Um, as we started to do the inter- – because, again, we did the slow introductions. He had his own room. Yep. Um, when he did start to come out – or but we just didn't let him roam. He sat with us on the sofa. The cats made their own choices where they wanted to come up to him because they'd been visiting through the door, and we did all the right things. And now he's up on the bed hanging out with the other cats. Um, Magoo, who's our special cat, um, really likes him. So I see them headbutting each other.
2: Oh, that's so sweet.
1: Yeah, and he's tiny compared to everyone else. And the dogs walked up to him. He hissed, and the dogs went, okay, we're done so he's got their mark that's great so yeah he's doing well that's doing real really well.
2: great it's so fun to have a kitten around isn't it
1: it is the, and he does little kitten bounces at oh, times how and adorable. yeah
2: now i say that but mm. adult cats are wonderful too so
1: well he's since oh how many many years now probably five years or more yeah he's our first kitten yeah um all the others have been adults yeah um we fostered yeah, our absolutely. previous kitten and that stayed. <laughs> yep. You know, we actually, we fostered a litter and two stayed. Right, and,
2: right. And
1: um, we'd lost a, a um, ginger cat, orange cat. Yes. Um, yep, sorry. <laughs> I orange was giving cat. Mick,
2: uh, I was teasing Mick about that all week.
1: Um, a, a long while ago, who was friends with Magoo and this little guy, and every orange cat I see, I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. And then finally, Brian went, You're taking me home? So he said, home.
2: That's great. You know, it's, there's a lot to be said. Sometimes they just pick us. Uh huh. You know, I mean, it's, yep. we look and look and look, but they just pick us. And, you know, the intro is so important, even when you're dealing with kittens. Uh, yes. Especially with cats and kittens. But it's so important to go slowly and that, you know, people are starting to think, you know, get another cat, get a kitten. Just take the time, we've talked about it quite a few times on the show, but just take the time to do a slow intro, and that yep. slow intro may be two days, and that slow intro may be two months, yep. but it's so worth it. Um, and I've I've only had one that of my own that I had to wait uh, about a month and a half to actually get totally and completely out and integrated, but yep. normally a couple weeks is yep.
1: usually pretty good. And the hard part? Is waiting. Yeah, it is. Because you're like, oh, everything seems to be going well. And it's like, no, right. you do this for a living. Do it properly.
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if it
1: goes bad,
2: it's hard to turn it back and yeah. fix. It can a lot be lot of done, work. but it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. And I love your uh what you've said in the past. Is you know, if you just look at even making that investment of time, if it is two weeks over a lifetime of that you're going to have the pet, two weeks is nothing.
1: Nothing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. So, um
1: and that goes with. Most pets, or dogs, dogs to cats, cats to cats, chickens. Well, chickens we do an overnighter. Right, Um, Yeah. So, yeah. In the dark. In the dark, yes. yes. And you
2: did take home a couple chickens you adopted recently, and how are they integrating with your... Because your group of five that you took uh, when you built your coop Mm -hmm. had been together for a long, long time. Since...
1: Chicks, chicks. yeah. So yeah. you
2: brought in these two new ones, and mm-hmm. I know you did a nighttime intro. Yep. But how, how have they integrated together?
1: They've been really good. They're um, banty, little banty hens. Yeah. Um, have been. They stick together. They sort of hang out yeah. together. And then when the treats come out, they'll move the big chickens out of the way to get to yeah. them. And occasionally, you know, they have a squabble with somebody, but no harm. You know, no one's hurting anybody. Yeah. They're just, oh, treats? Well, I want the treats more than you want the treats. Right. But uh, it's been good with the weather getting warmer as well because I can open yep. everything else up and they can free range. Yep. I've got a fenced-off area where they can free range. Right. Or I go out with them in when I open the whole yard up and yeah. I sit out with my chickens, and that's been really good for them.
2: Yeah, that's great. You're totally right about the nice weather. I, I had taken home a couple also mm-hmm. uh, and – with the bad weather it was you know just like uh because they're just that means they're all in the house versus having the big space that they have but i decided to then intro them um the night let's see was it really nice on wednesday or thursday the night before that because i thought my chickens will be out with the nice weather and they won't really notice them and it totally worked having no trouble whatsoever so yeah
1: yeah it's a good method
2: well you know that's interesting and this was actually an accidental segue of where we're going here but one of the questions that got submitted this week was from a woman who had two cockatiels and they lived in a big cage okay. together in her um in her home and one of them passed away so her other cockatiel is alone yep. now and has started to pluck feathers and is acting very stressed and um and her point was, what do I do? Should I get another cockatiel? How do you introduce them? Because she'd gotten these two together, so she yeah. doesn't know the process for that with caged birds or if she should not get another one because it's going to cause more stress.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I would, if the bird's showing signs of distress, that's where the feather plucking comes from, um, it can become quite severe. They can self-mutilate um, birds. So... If we get it, and I would recommend we get another bird. Okay. It's showing that without the bird, this is how I feel. I wouldn't put another bird in with another bird. Okay. Um, if they haven't, you can do introductions. You really need a large area. But again, like with cats or dogs, you know, you can get them close together. And birds are a lot different when you do an introduction because they can get very... Um, well, if they do get aggressive with each other, it's much h- harder to separate and handle. And there's the flapping, and you know they got hollow bones; so you can break wings, so it can be quite dr- you know dramatic on health for the birds. But what you do is you get two cages, you put them a little, going back to our intros, yeah, yeah, and get them to start singing to each other or chirping, and um, try and find a bird that was similar personality to your previous bird. So if he was a singer a yep. vocal or a chatter, yep. I'd get something similar. And then you slowly bring your cages together, put your cages say, side by side, and then see how that goes. So if they start grooming each other through the bars and um, wanting to be together, that would be the stage where I'd think about doing an introduction. Okay. And again, only a supervised introduction, and then separate and then over time. I have two parrots. Um, I, they can be out together but they can't be within five feet of each other.
2: Or they do what?
1: They attack each other. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yet yeah,
1: they're quite happy. You know, Zane likes to wander around on the floor. Yeah. Jack sits on the sofa with you, watches TV, has some of your food. Um, you can pat them or groom them. Yeah. Um, but they just don't want to be with each other, so we don't force it. And But when they get upset with each other, it's... Like any other animal, they, you know, they've got powerful beaks. Yeah, They're, their bone structure is hollow, so if a bird gets trapped or flaps, or it can do a lot of damage.
2: So, and we may have to continue this when we come back yeah. from our first break. But one of the other questions to ask is then because she has a cockatiel, mm-hmm. if you have any thoughts of you know eventually putting these two birds back together, and maybe that just is an out, not a great idea. Do you need to get another cockatiel or? I mean, can they live with different breeds of birds? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: They can, but if he's familiar with cockatiels, depending how old he is as well, Mm -hmm. I would probably still go with a cockatiel. Okay. Yeah, it'd be um, like, yeah, I'd go with a cockatiel, similar personality. Um, Plus, if you like cockatiels, cockatiels are great little birds. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I would be looking at a cockatiel again. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, All right birds are just fascinating. I have never owned one other than chickens, but that's a whole different story. And um, they're just fascinating to me about... They do have, like, personalities, and they do have... I mean, she was telling me all about this bird singing, you know, and everything else, and that's why it's a little stressful for her right now watching this poor bird, you know, pluck itself. Yeah. So trying to figure out what to do with that. And um, I don't know if there are things like... um, feel away for cats, you know, that would calm them down. So maybe we'll take a break and come yep. back and we'll talk a little bit about how she might go about that as well. so Sounds good. Okay, great. We'll take a break and we'll be back in a minute. You can call in at 284 1040 if you have questions for me or Mick as well.
0: Oh fun stories. Or
2: fun stories. We'll be back.
0: You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO
1: Welcome back, everyone. You got your mic on, Carol?
2: I have it on. Let's Excellent. Be, let's not be rude. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I forgot to turn my mic on. So you're talking to nobody. Anyway. You're not just a nobody. I'm not just a nobody. Thank you.
1: So, two eight four ten forty. I Got any fun stories, behavior questions, anything fun to do with animals? Uh, give us a call, 284-1040. Plus we're talking, we've are talking. we got behaviour questions, yep. and we're talking about birds, Yeah, introduction of birds or right. one passed away. Um, it's a little bit different. Birds pair bond very strongly with an individual. So if that's a male in the house or a female in the house or the other bird that they've grown up with, um, so then when something new comes in or you try and change it, it doesn't mean it can't be done. It just seems to be a lot more difficult. Um, when I used to work birds, you know, we'd introduce – I had a – on the resort, I, or it was a resort, and they had 130 native and exotic birds that I was in charge of. And occasionally, but not very often, we would add to one of the aviaries, and I'm talking an aviary about the size of the half of a football field, so everybody had lots of room, and we'd have separate cages, and we'd spend so much time. Yep. And it didn't always work either, so that's that's the scary part for me. So yeah, see, separate cages, new bird if you can similar personality, so it becomes familiar, and then observations. You know, people know their birds better, but birds will groom each if they're bonded. They'll groom each other and talk to each other and sing to each other and yep. Um, like my two birds will talk, and but that's as good as it gets.
2: So we, before break, we were talking a little bit about, you know, feel away for cats, melatonin mm-hmm. for dogs. Is there anything like that for birds or no?
1: Never found it. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's sort of, I don't know whether they wouldn't, because they can smell. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting for someone to do that as a domestic industry, I guess. I don't know whether they've gone down the where they believe the bird world is... Is in need as much as our rest of it. There definitely is. It'd be great if they could. Yeah. Um. And that's where cage enrichment and um activity because birds with are highly intelligent. Um. As we know, um, giving them stimulation and for this bird I'd be, um, a mirror sometimes can be really good for some birds. You have to watch the bird when you put a mirror in. Some birds love it. Other birds may think it's an invader. Right. So again, just. Always observe when you add, we call it furniture, Yeah. add new furniture into the cages um, of any animal. I've had birds where I wanted to add new stuff because I thought their aviary was boring as. They were not happy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean like screaming and flapping and I'm like, I'm sorry, I just brought a plant in for you. (laughs) I thought I'd liven the place up a little bit and they had two old stumps. (laughs) And that was it. Oh, my gosh. three macaws in there. But you add anything else, change up the environment, and they hated it. Oh,
2: that is funny. And I went,
1: okay, Mr. Smart Animal Guy. (laughs) (laughs) But the animal tells the story.
2: Right. And maybe different macaws would have liked the other furniture oh yeah yeah
1: yep. i mean that's they're all different
2: yeah that's exactly i love that
1: and yeah. they are they are all individuals
2: yep if you walked up to my chicken coop right now you would see i have a very i have a large hand mirror mm-hmm. and it's turned around so they can't look into it because one of my new chickens that i adopted went crazy over that mirror and i don't mean in a good good, good way because that's one of the things for enrichment, you know, put a mirror in the coop and blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. I've had one in there. My other chickens, they were fine. Adopted these. And one of those four, peck, 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 just would not get off that mirror. I mean, it was yep. like, so I have to, had to turn the mirror around to get the chicken to calm down. So now the mirror is backwards and nobody gets the mirror right now. So
1: It's fascinating to watch when they look, see themselves yes. in a the mirror. Yes. And they turn their heads and is that me?
2: I look really pretty today. I'm pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my feathers are a bit rough this morning.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yep. Um well besides birds and yep. I, I know we only have about three minutes here, so we'll see if we get through this before um a break. But we had another Email come in and um, she has a large about eighty five pound dog that is just mm-hmm. super super friendly loves everybody Too loves, friendly? Uh, yeah <laughs> loves everybody the whole deal and um, what she's concerned about is when you know visitors come over jumps up on him immediately mm-hmm. she says she's tried a lot of stuff trying to get the dog down um, yep. and the visitors like they don't mind, they're like, oh, what a great dog. But also, then the dog licks these people and licks these people, and so even if they go in and they sit down on the couch, yeah, just licking them and everything else. So yep. you know, she's kind of got two issues going on. One's the jumping, two's the yep. you know, licking of the visitors. Um, and we have a couple of minutes. Maybe we start on this one, and we'll finish up. Yeah, come back
1: from I'm going to start with the last part. Okay, um, licking is an appease, uh, like a greeting gesture or an appeasement gesture. So if the Every, some dogs, depending on their personality, but if it's appeasement gesture, what I mean by that is dogs, if you're upset or they just don't want you to be aroused so they come in, the jump and everybody's all excited so they start licking and everyone calms down. What normally happens though, when a dog licks, people get upset. Oh, stop licking me. And the dog goes, I'm sorry, let me appease you or calm <laughs> you down some more. So they lick more. What I, The best thing to do with licking is think, good dog, that's enough, go and do this nice and calmly and give them something else to do. Um, It's very hard for people not to react when they start licking them all over because then all they want to do is appease more, which means more licking. Right. So the best thing to do is just ask them to stop nice and calmly and give them another activity. So like
2: you could give them a Kong Re- with peanut butter. Yeah,
1: redirect them into that. And also, um, that's what I'd do on the entry as well. You know, I wouldn't be asking for sit or down or anything else if, because if people don't mind, they're reinforcing the inappropriate behavior. So I'd have my dog tethered in a different room or in a crate that when visitors come, you're peanut butter Kong comes so they hear the doorbell or they know someone pulls up in the door instead of getting all excited I love it when cars pull up in the driveway because I run into the kitchen and I get a peanut butter Kong and I go and lie down mm. so it becomes more reinforcing than the guess because if the guests aren't going to help you get the dog to sit or not jump uh, uh, they're reinforcing or they're training the dog to do the inappropriate behavior yeah so you have to counter your guess.
2: Yep. Yep. Well, we're going to take a break. Yep. When we come back, we'll take more questions and keep on with our show.
0: You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040, WHO.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We've had John waiting patiently on the line, so we'll go straight to John. Good morning, John. Whoop. We got John there? There we go.
3: There we go. Yep, I heard it click that time. <laughs> yep, um, we've got a, a timing thing going on here. I uh, have honeybees, and today is the day we're supposed to get our fresh batch of bees from uh, the supplier.
1: Okay. So
3: the last couple days, you know, they've been pretty nice and sunny and this, that, and the other. Today is absolutely miserable, so I'm only getting one package, which is approximately ten thousand bees, Whoa. and wow. that, so it's it's a bad timing. The cold, nasty weather is not the best place where you want to get your bees and uh, get them acclimated to your own hives.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: How long have you uh, been doing bees? Yeah, uh, I am not a big
3: honey producer or anything. I just I have one or two hives and. My current hive is out there, and I, I'm 99% sure that it's dead. I didn't make the winter. Yeah, um, It did last winter and the winter before, but this one here has said, nope, sorry, we're not going to make it this year. Um, so at any rate, I've got a new package of bees coming, and I, like I say, I only got one. Lots of people get way more, um, but 10,000 bees, and I'm going to have to figure out what to do uh. with them until we get a day or two that's a little bit better than today. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So well, I hope it gets better for you, John. I, yeah, yeah,
2: that sounds tough.
3: I just thought you guys would be interested in yeah. a different view of the world out there.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I don't feel uh, so bad about trying to figure out, uh, get my dogs out to go to the bathroom.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering who ships the bees.
2: Yeah, that's um, just
3: fascinating. They, well, they come on semis, and they uh, come in packages, like I say, of uh, approximately 10000 per wow. package. Mm. And um, I, I'm picking mine up here on the south side at Foley Bees, and they'll have... Uh, Two hundred packages in his garage when I go to get mine. Wow! So, um, you know, that's mm. just a guess, but uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, they're, yeah, these are way cool insects. They're they're fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They do
1: a lot for the environment. That's for sure. Yeah. And tell us yeah. a lot. Yeah,
2: they're they're important. Absolutely.
3: Uh, very much
1: so. Well,
2: We're John, we'll great. be thinking about you.
1: Yeah. yeah I, thanks for that call, John. Something thanks, different. John, very cool. You bet.
2: Take care, guys.
3: Good thanks, luck with John. it. Yeah, Bye.
1: Yeah, um, I found out that. I was allergic to bees because at school they had beehives. Yeah. And part of our, when I was at preschool, or I don't know what you call it, elementary. Preschool, then elementary. Yeah, elementary. Yeah, okay. And uh, we had to go down and do the hives. That's when I found out I was allergic to bees. Oh,
3: man.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so much for that idea.
2: Very cool creatures do a lot for the environment. You're very really much. You're right about that. And That's tell scary. us,
1: like I was saying, they tell us a lot.
2: Yeah, it's very cool. Okay, well, so we'll go to Brenda now who's on the phone as well. Hi, Brenda. Hi, Brenda hi
1: how can we help you
4: well uh let's see i have a massive. yep and my vet just dropped me he said that um my dog has a propensity for biting okay and that he has fractious he has a fractious nature and okay that my inability uh to control him or help them control him Yep. is the reason why um, they're dropping me.
0: All
1: right. What I'd do would be this. You got a pen handy? I'm going to give you our behaviors number.
4: Well, but, Mick, I've already been to the behaviors thing. Okay. At
1: at the animal rescue league? Yeah. Okay.
4: And um, apparently, you know, the thing about it is he had a really good nature. I, had, I was walking him, and there was two little girls on the sidewalk, and he was loving them up like there's no mm-hmm. other. But now, I, for some reason, his his demeanor has changed.
1: Okay, there's
4: these two kids in the backyard, yeah, behind the fence, and they were teasing him. Now he, when he goes out in the backyard, he is like. His hair is totally up on his back, yep. and he's kicking dirt at the fence, barking and growling at those kids, so we have to bring him in when those kids are out in the backyard
1: yeah um
4: and now he i can't have i I tried the cheese thing and when people come in the house mm-hmm. and i I don't know there's something wrong with me. I don't know what I'm doing. Not training no. correctly.
1: That's I, okay. What have I
4: don't know what I'm doing wrong.
1: Well, let's let's help you out with that. Um, when things happen, dogs' demeanors do change. That's a really good observation that you've made. So, I would like you um, to call our behaviour helpline again. Tell, and I will set up a time for you and I to get together again. Okay, even if we have to do a home visit. Okay and then we will work on um strategies one to so we can not let those kids agitate him anymore and then look at um how we can keep working with him and get this turned around for you okay okay all right i'm going to give you the behavior helpline number and then just tell them you spoke with me and you want to set up a time with me okay the number is 515 473 9125. Okay. All right. So, All
2: right. So give us a call soon, okay? The next day or so. I will. Great. All
1: right. Thanks, Brenda. All right.
2: Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks, bye. Brenda. All right. Bye. You know, yeah. people like Brenda, are lo- reaching out for help.
1: That's,
0: That's exactly yep.
2: what we want, so we can help and see what we can do to. Yeah. Yeah, make things
1: better. And the big point there is his demeanor's changed. Right. So something's happened. Yep. Not his, He. you know, we all change when things happen. Yep. And whether it be right or wrong or the kids aren't doing the right thing or somebody's not, your neighbour's been a pain, sometimes we can't change the neighbours. So what do we have to do to help the dog ch- um, cope with that? And that might mean a second fa- a barrier, a distance, yep. or um, find other options and try and change that Perception from the dog around again, yeah, um, and a big dog too. You know that's why we always talk about not being physical, because um, physical is very hard. Doesn't matter what, whether it's a Chihuahua with me or a Great Dane or a Mastiff. I train yeah. all the same way. So we just little bit by little bit we can modify and change the behavior. Yeah,
2: and it's great that she reached out. Yeah, thank so. you for
1: calling. Yes,
2: Bermuda. Brenda, that's great. So we'll uh, we'll get a later update from you on. Kind of what, what maybe you can do yeah. in those situations. But the first step is reaching out if you don't know what to do. I know You're the calling. dog she's talking about, do too. You? Sweet yeah. dog. Yep. Great. Okay. Well, uh, well, great that Brenda called. That's terrific. So anyway, Mick and I are here, 284-1040 if you have questions time for our trivia question yeah Yes. Yeah. so um it's just so funny you threw a
1: lot of them at me this i morning. did
2: i had a whole list of them and it was i was quizzing mick you started off not great but boy you were just hammering one after another right after the end of that
1: yeah let's not look at the percentages
2: <laughs> yeah okay so um and ironically this one relates to birds and yes it, it was we had the question before we had some of these questions submitted so it was interesting how that worked out so we're going to call this theme the bird theme this week so done okay so uh you can call in to a 41040 and the first caller that calls in that has the correct answer we're going to send you out an arl animal connection mug and um so here we go so a group of parrots can be called a company they can be called a flock and they can be called something else that's common Mm -hmm. so what we're looking for the third thing that a group of parrots can be called a company a flock or what yeah and i didn't know that one you didn't know that one and you're a bird guy a new flock you did know flock. (laughs) you did know that one but so you got one
1: out of three well we'll see how many other people figure it out too
2: 284-1040 give us a call so the raise your paw auction two weeks
1: from today wow I'm like, really? <laughs> I just realized that you just said two, two weeks. Two
2: weeks, yes.
1: Wow. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Are we sold out yet?
2: We are like 10 tickets from sold out. Wow. Yeah. So
1: that's fantastic. Yes.
2: Yeah, so if you want tickets, be sure and get online www.arl-iowa.org or call us. And, um,. We can certainly get you hooked up with tickets before they're sold out. But it's very exciting, very fun. We're going to have a great crowd. Um, You know, this is the ARL's largest fundraiser. Um, You know, hundreds of people come just to celebrate pets and all the money raised uh, goes back to the animals. And it's really neat because all the items, um, we've got more items this year. Um, So I think we're at about Let's see, almost 380 right now in wow. the silent auction, which is done in two different phases. Huh. And then we've got about 80-some, which is a couple more than last year already, in the live auction. And um, and the neat thing is, is all of those items were donated by, by either individuals or uh, companies who, you know, donated an item to be auctioned off. So a huge thank you to all of them yep. um, for helping that. I saw
1: some of the stuff that's been coming in. I'm like, oh, i got to bid. Yeah. I just got to really give it a cool. shot. Yeah,
2: it is really cool. <laughs> and, you know, I love Des Moines. I love Iowa. I yep. love, you know, uh, So we're, the community around just helps, helps so much, not only, you know, with donating items, but when there's animals in need and we're just so appreciative of all that help. Couldn't do so, it without that's them. That's right. Takes a village. So,
1: And where again?
2: Yes, at the Iowa Events Center. So yeah. it's the 28th of April. Starts at 5 o'clock with the silent auction. We're doing some new stuff this year including um, a part of our silent auction we're going to have be doing electronic bidding on. So we're trying that out this Ooh, year. So that fancy. will be fun. Yeah, so that'll be fun. And um, it's just going to be a really great time. So I hope everybody um, has gotten a ticket. And if not, please call um, and be sure and get your tickets quick. A
1: fun night, music, food, yes, people, live music, yes, auction. We might have to remind everyone of our trivia. I question. know. I
2: think people are stumped on this thing. So a group of parrots is called a company, a flock, or what? And we're looking for the third word. Hmm. Call us at two eight four ten forty if you have any idea what that is. And you will win an Aerial Animal Connection mug. And our people are currently working on our people, like me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We have uh, people that do that. We have people that, are, that yeah, because they have talent and we don't. True. <laughs> That's like, you know, um, they are currently designing something new, too, that we'll be starting to yeah. give out. Yep. Um, so that is in the process, finally, and we'll be going on that, yeah. Because they actually have talent to design and we do not.
1: Yes. <laughs> Absolute phenomenal <laughs> talent actually they are yes actually
2: amazing so um anyway so that's where we're at so we've got a lot of other stuff going on oh it looks like we finally have a call maybe somebody maybe, let's go ahead and take betty and see if she knows the answer
1: morning betty It's
2: a pandemonium it, it is. is yay congratulations thought we we're gonna have
1: pandemonium there for a second
2: <laughs> yes oh my gosh that one was harder than i thought people were just not getting that one so that is wonderful betty thank you so much um, Thank if, you. If,
1: Are you a bird person, Betty? I'm sorry. Are you a bird person?
4: Um, I've had birds before, and I've really all animals. Um, I'm I work a lot, so the easiest yeah. for me to take care of is cats. Yep. Yeah. So right now I've got cats, but yeah, I love all animals. That's great. Uh, except I got to tell you, except snakes and
2: spiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably everybody's in that same group. They're not as easy hmm. to hug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> some snakes will hug you <laughs> yeah you
2: really don't want them hugging exactly well, yes. well
1: some people with their pet snakes can right. just, yeah, people who different. don't know
2: what they're doing probably don't want to be hugged by a snake correct there right. you go so, yeah, if you know and a wild snake right exactly <laughs> so yes well that's great thank you so much why don't you stay on hold and we'll get your address and mail you out a mug okay perfect thank you so much thanks thanks, great thanks Betty thank you. you too Yes, so a group of parrots is called a company, a flock, or a pand- pandemonium.
1: Pandemonium.
2: Pandemonium. So that's kind of adorable. It is. Isn't that kind of cute? Plus it's
1: got panda in there. I know, and, we Mick, lo- and I,
2: Mick and I love our pandas. We do. <laughs> so, yeah, we should start doing a behavior show just on pandas.
1: Oh. I'm just thinking how long that show would be.
2: Yeah, two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, because that's about all we know about pandas. We've got to get somebody from the zoo on here. Red? With us. Yeah. yeah. There's a
1: red panda. <laughs> There's a.
2: Oh, my gosh. Boy, this morning has gone quickly. Is there, Are there any more events coming up today that we can talk about real um, quick? Because we've got about yeah. a minute before we have to take a break. We
1: have the Corgi Chase. Getting Sorry, I've had it up and I've lost it and there. And the
2: Corgi Chase is going on tonight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's... Um, being held at halftime at the Barnstormers versus Nebraska game. Um, corgis and their owners, they need two people and will be held on the court at halftime. Um, no, of course, lady dogs that are in heat. That's a bit of a distraction for the others. And it's a race um, is open to all corgis and corgi mixed breeds. It's fun. They need two humans to accompany them and they race from one human to their other human, um, to the other end of the field. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's
2: very cute. You can find out more information on that on our website as well.
1: At arl-iowa.org.
2: Yes. So, anyway, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll have a few minutes before we have to wrap up. And wow. so, yeah, so we'll be back in just a moment.
0: You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends. On News Radio 1040 WHO. We're back to
1: wind up.
2: Yeah, so before break, we were talking about the Raiser auction. Be sure and get your tickets. Yes. Uh, before they sell out here, we're very few away. So 284 1040 is our number here at the studio, but you can definitely get the tickets online at www.arl iowa.org. And uh, yeah, the other cool thing they're doing, of course, Greenscape Studios every year uh, does an amazing auction video mm-hmm. um where it yeah. kind of profile some of the stuff that the arl's done this year and cool animal stuff and so, a huge thank you to screenscape studios who's doing our video for us again this year so
1: it's amazing to see over 800 people go silent
2: yeah it's really cool and watch a video yeah it's really it's so powerful uh-huh. you know it's um so a huge thank you to screenscape studios yeah for doing that very for us, much so um, okay, it uh, looks like we also have a call, so why don't we go to Ellen and...
1: got a couple of minutes there, Ellen, yep. so let's see how we can help you. You there, Ellen? Mm, almost. There we go. Oh, there we go. Good morning.
4: Hi there. Hi. Hey. We have a uh, rescue hound mix who mm-hmm. is a sweet little girl. <laughs> but Wonderful. But last night was frantic. Gee, she was just... Hor- um, she was pacing yeah. back and forth, whole body shaking, her ears flap constantly when she's nervous and upset just this storm was just awful this was the biggest storm we've had since we rescued her right and we just we don't know what to do to to calm her down okay and through all this she was wearing a thunder shirt
1: okay that's a good start so, yep.
4: I, how do we help calm her because this was all night long
1: yeah yep
4: we put her in the kennel to see if that would calm her and that made it worse
1: because she felt uh, trapped, yeah, and yeah. that's a good point. Because normally I put uh, with dogs that are crate trained, I put a blanket over most of it and just leave the front open. And some of them actually like that because it's we like
0: that.
1: yeah, it's like denning. Uh, and obviously that didn't work for her. That actually made her no. more frightened. Um, with my dog, I have to bring her in the room with me um, just to have that reassurance. Uh, we got up last night, shut the curtains, put on the TV, play music to try and. Um, somewhat cut the the visual stimuli, stimulation of the lightning, and then try and mask the thunder that's and then, of course, the dog appeasement pheromone as well, and the thunder shirt which you 're doing are the biggest thing so then, in the meantime, what we do now is start doing a desensitization program to storms, so what that means is low level storm noises, positive association, make it fun, very short. Um, We have those handouts on our website as well at arl-iowa.org. And, Alan, we're going to run out of time, so I'm also going to give you our behavior number, okay? Okay. It is 515-473-9125.
2: Because you can buy those CDs that even have sounds of thunderstorms on them. You can play when there's not a thunderstorm, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, again, Alan, you know, people have talked about well, that doesn't change. You know, dogs can pick up on the changes in the atmosphere. What yep. we're doing is everything we possibly can to minimise those fearful stimuli. Okay. Yep, and it's very short. Lots of fun. Um, you know, my girl at fire, and we, you know, going to have fireworks coming up as well. So normally, when there's a storm reaction, there will be other noises that, so we can help your dog out a lot. How old is how old's the hound? She's four. Four. Yep. So we got a lot to work with. So please give us a call and we'll get that started for you. Okay.
4: All right. Thank
1: you. So Thank much. you,
2: help. Bye
1: bye. Bye. Yeah, that's a it's a time of year now it that's is. gonna. So. So got,
2: sad. You just wish you could tell them everything's going to be okay and yeah, have them calm down from that. Yeah,
1: and one thing I will say to everybody out there is don't get upset with them. Yep. Um, they're anxious, they're frightened, and if we get, I know it's frustrating, and I know it's t- hard. But when you're anxious or upset, someone getting upset with you doesn't help the situation calm down.
2: Absolutely. So. Well, we are out of time, so we will be back next Saturday. And go have a great week, everyone.
1: Yeah, don't forget to pour it forward.
0: Who Des Moines and iHeart Radio station, and on your HD radio, KDRB HD two. News Radio 1040, WHO.